Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast, and hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. We have been banished from new episodes until Monday, but much like celebrity Jeff hoaxes, we will be popping up intermittently until then. While you can still hear new episodes of the Update every weekday, on weekends we will be looking into our archives from the past three years. In the past three years, we've covered a lot, both good and bad. Now, I don't want anybody to panic, because uh, while I might sound a little bit differently in our archived episodes, just with really better microphone quality and occasional co-hosts, know that we'll be back to new episodes on Monday. So again, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have any more of your weekend. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy our archived episodes all weekend. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well, take care of each other, and we'll see you back here for a new episode of The Update on Monday. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon. On the late edition of the update this Thursday, we have several developing stories leading off. First, in Washington, in a case that has roiled the Justice Department with Attorney General Bill Barr backing off the sentencing recommendation, Trump loyalist and ally Roger Stone was sentenced to nearly three and a half years in federal prison. We'll have details. In Queens, there's been another deadly accident. One worker's been killed, another injured. When a wall collapsed at a construction site around noon on 94th Avenue in the Jamaica section. We're also getting our first look at the tape as the NYPD has released body cam footage of a January officer-involved shooting in Manhattan in which a man killed another man before being fatally shot by police. We'll give you details from all of those scenes. Elsewhere this afternoon, in the Harvey Weinstein rape trial, the deliberations are continuing. The jury is continuing to focus a lot of attention on actress Annabelle Sciorra's linchpin allegation that the once-heralded Hollywood mogul raped her in the mid-1990s. A student activist group at Syracuse University has now rejected a college administration attempt to end its three-day sit-in protesting the handling of recent incidents on campus. There's a test event for the Tokyo Olympics that's scheduled for later this month. It would have involved some non-Japanese athletes now being changed because of the continuing fears of the coronavirus in China. Barclays has rolled back a software program that monitored an employee's productivity after privacy campaigners described the pilot as being, quote, creepy. And KFC has done it again, again. Chicken and waffles are so yesterday. They're introducing now what they hope will be a new trend, chicken and donuts. We have a lot to cover. This is the update Thursday, February the 20th, 2020. From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian.
And good afternoon to you at 3 o'clock this Thursday afternoon. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly have a lot of news to get to this afternoon. We have several developing stories to lead off. We will begin in Washington today, where Trump loyalist and ally Roger Stone was sentenced to 40 months in federal prison, following, of course, an extraordinary move by the Attorney General, Bill Barr, to back off his Justice Department's original sentencing recommendation. U.S. District Court Judge Amy Berman Jackson said that Stones' crimes demanded a significant time behind bars, but she did say that the seven to nine years that was originally recommended by the Justice Department was excessive. Stones' lawyers, though, had asked for a sentence of probation, citing his age of 67 years, his health, and his lack of criminal history. Stone had no immediate reaction in court when when Jackson announced his sentence. She's also delaying the execution of his sentence while she considers Stone's motion for a new uh, trial. Uh, testimony, of course, in court revealed that Stone, while appearing for before the House Intelligence Committee, named Randy Credico as his intermediary to Julian Assange and pressured Credico not to contradict him. We're going to talk about this a little more in our U.S. update coming up in the next half hour, a little after 3.40 this afternoon. We go now over to Queens, where there's been another deadly accident on a construction site. One worker has been killed, another injured when a wall collapsed. According to WABC, this accident happened around noontime on 94th Avenue in the Jamaica section. The injured worker was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Officials say that the workers were taking down the wall when it fell on top of them. The exact cause of this accident is under investigation. We're also getting our first look this afternoon at the videotape, or in this case, the body cam tape. The the NYPD, they've released body cam footage of a January officer-involved shooting in Manhattan, in which a man killed another man before being fatally shot by police. Uh, It happened around 3.40 in the morning back on January 9th at Avenue A and East 7th Street, near the southwest corner of Tompkins Square Park. The NYPD says that two ununiformed officers were on patrol in the park when they heard gunshots and saw one man shooting at another. The officers gave numerous commands for the shooter to get on the ground And when he refused, they fired three times, fatally wounding the gunman. Both the suspect and the man who had been shot by the suspect were taken to Bellevue Hospital, where both of them were pronounced dead. Law enforcement later identified the shooter, 37-year-old Earl Facey, who they say killed 41-year-old Richard Reed before being shot by the officers. Both men were reputed gang members, and they were both linked to prior shootings. Neither officer was injured, although they were taken to the hospital to be treated for ringing in the ears. Uh, Authorities say that these two men didn't appear to know each other, and the shooting appeared to be the result of a fight between their friends inside of a hookah bar. Both groups were ejected by the bars as bouncer, and the fight then continued outside, leading to the shooting. We will talk about all of these developing stories a little after 3.30 this afternoon 
when we give you a recap of our top stories. WKRB News Time is now 3.04. Our top local story this afternoon is at the Harvey Weinstein rape trial where the deliberations are continuing. The jury is continuing to focus a lot of attention on actress Annabella Sciorz' linchpin allegation. The once-heralded Hollywood mogul raped her in the mid-1990s. As the jury deliberated today, they were looking at emails that Weinstein sent regarding Sciorra, including ones to the private Israeli spy agency that he allegedly enlisted to dig up dirt on would-be accusers. Sciorra's allegation is too old to be charged on its own because of the statute of limitations, but it's also a key component of the most serious charges the jurors are weighing in the closely watched hashtag MeToo case. Weinstein is maintaining that any sexual contact was consensual. On to some of the other news of this Thursday. And in the Bronx, the animal rights advocates there, uh, they've lost a bid to get a Bronx Zoo elephant declared to have human-like rights and transferred to a sanctuary. But a judge said that the case for sending the pachyderm to a sanctuary was, quote, extremely persuasive. Bronx Judge Allison Tewitt, uh, back on Tuesday, dismissed the non-human rights project's petition, arguing that Happy the Elephant is, quote, unlawfully imprisoned at the zoo where she has lived since 1977. She had been kept separate from other elephants, though, for more than a decade. Zoo director Jim Brainy said that the ruling keeps Happy in a place, providing her, quote, with excellent care. WKRB News Time is now 3.06. Over in Manhattan in Morningside Heights, uh, there are two 14-year-old boys that have pleaded not guilty in the murder, in the murder and the death of Bernard College student Tessa Majors who, of course, was fatally stabbed during robbery in Morningside Park. Manhattan prosecutors say that Rashawn Weaver stabbed the 18-year-old majors during a robbery back on December 11th and said that Luciano Lewis prevented her from escaping as she called for help. A 13-year-old has also been charged, but his name has not been released because he's being tried as a juvenile. An attorney for Lewis said that he had no comment on the charges, a phone message was left with an attorney for Weaver. On Tuesday, we led off with the developing story about how President Trump had given pardons to many people, including former NYPD Commissioner Bernard Carrick. Well, the NYPD Commissioner, during the September 11th attack, said that he started crying when President Trump told him he was being pardoned for felony convictions put him behind bars for three years. Bernard Carrick got choked up again yesterday as he recalled the phone call that came as a surprise just before noon on Tuesday. After an avalanche of congratulatory calls and text messages overwhelmed his phone. One of them came from former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich, who telephoned Carrick as he rode away from prison after he, too, received clemency. WKRB News Time is now 3.08. 
Morgan Stanley, they're now buying E-Trade Financial for $13 billion in stock. The deal announced today combines an investment bank for millionaires and big businesses with an online brokerage that encouraged waves of regular investors to get into the market with ads featuring its talking spokesbaby. But it's also one of the biggest deals on Wall Street since the 2008 financial crisis. It also marks the latest chapter in Morgan Stanley's transformation from a scrappy investment bank to a more well-rounded financial firm that's now more reliant on its asset and wealth management businesses. With all the talk of uh, with all the talk of uh, coronavirus that we've been talking about, we also may have completely forgotten that it's also flu season, and it may be a bad flu season for kids. But early science is suggesting that the flu vaccine is working okay for kids. Of course, the flu vaccine has been more than fifty percent effective in preventing flu illness severe enough to send someone to a doctor's office. Experts say, though, that that's considered pretty good for a flu vaccine. Uh, The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released the estimates today. The vaccines are made each year, of course, to protect against three or four different kinds of flu virus. The ingredients are based on predictions of what strains will make people sick the following winter. WKRB News Time is now 310. The case, of course, of an ex-convict that's been charged with forcing some college students into prostitution after moving in on campus with his daughter uh, has now raised questions about the screening and the security of student housing. Officials at Sarah Lawrence College, where the man reportedly stayed, and elsewhere, say that the fathers' stay in campus housing broke rules in most place, most everywhere. Dan King is president of the American Association of University Administrators. He says virtually all universities prohibit students from moving people into their dorm rooms, but acknowledges the challenges of keeping track of every person in every room. Up north in in Mama Kading, I should say, New York, State police there say that five children and two adults were injured in a school bus accident today, about 60 miles northwest of New York City. Troopers say that they responded to the crash on eastbound Route 17 in the town of Mamakating at about 7.45 this morning. A picture on the troopers' website shows the mini school bus on its side on the roadway and a pickup truck off the shoulder with a crumpled front end. Police describe the children's injuries as minor. Details about the crash and the victims, though, weren't immediately available. East 17 going eastbound was closed between exits 112 and 113 as the investigation continued. WKRB News Time is now 312. Up north in Rochester this afternoon... There's a Western New York man that's been charged with threatening to kill Senator Charles Schumer and Representative Adam Schiff because he was angered over the impeachment proceedings against President Trump. 
The U.S. Attorney's Office says that 57-year-old Salvatore Lipa of the Rochester suburb of Greece was charged yesterday with leaving voicemail threats against the New York senator and the California representative, both of whom are Democrats. Lipa made an initial federal court appearance and was released with orders to undergo a mental health evaluation. A message was left with his defense attorney. Finally, this afternoon, we'll go further west out to Syracuse. A student activist group there at Syracuse University has now rejected a college administration attempt to end its three-day sit-in protesting the handling of racist incidents on campus. The group Hashtag Not Again SU launched the protest at the administration building back on Monday with more than 20 students. They say that the school has failed to address allegations of racism, anti-Semitism, and homophobia as prompted student protests last fall. At least 30 students were placed under interim suspension back on Tuesday after they refused to leave the administration building. The university's vice president for student experience, Bob Hadarsky, said yesterday that the protesters rejected offers of a compromise aimed at, quote, finding common ground. WKRB News Time now 314. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Thursday. It's rather cloudy out there, and it, some people will say it's cold, but then again, we it hasn't been a cold winter, so we can deal with this. And we have some midday plant work still on subways. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we are going to talk some sports this afternoon, including how a test event at the Olympics that's scheduled for later this month, it would have involved some non-Japanese athletes, but it's being changed because of the ongoing fears of the coronavirus. We're going to talk about all that in just one minute. This is the late edition of The Update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just wanted to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. 
WKRB News Time now, 316. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways this afternoon. We have some midday planned work until 2.30 on your 2.6 F and N trains. Uh, for more in-depth information, you can check your local posters in stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. We have flooding protection work also on the end train through the spring. The last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or at New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on a close to schedule. Let's get you a brief check of the roadways. Uh, in Brooklyn, the Bell Parkway going westbound, there's an accident over at Exit 8 near Coney Island Avenue. You have delays backing up to Flatbush Avenue over at Exit Number 11. And as we head toward Manhattan on the FDR Drive northbound earlier, stalls been cleared at Exit 12 near 61st Street. You have delays backing you up toward 49th Street, though over uh, at exit number 10. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let us take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. For once, it feels like February, uh, but that will definitely change, of course, as we head into the weekend. This weekend is a top 10 weekend. Uh, whatever you want to do this weekend, whether you want to go... Uh, have dinner, uh, have food outside, go play a couple rounds of golf. It's definitely going to be perfect weather for it. We just got to get over the small February hump because it's been very kind to us so far. Uh, for tonight, we're going to have some mostly cloudy skies gradually becoming clear. Uh, lows around 21, but those wind chills will be between 10 and 15 with a north wind around 10 miles per hour. And then tomorrow for your Friday, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 35, but it won't feel like that. Wind chills between 10 and 20 all day with a north wind around 5 to 10 miles per hour turning westward in the afternoon. Currently outside right now, it is 34 degrees and cloudy. Our humidity is at 30%. Winds are north at 6 miles per hour. 34 degrees, we are going down to 21 this evening with those mostly cloudy skies gradually becoming clear. WKRB News Time is now 319. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. If you're a baseball fan, you're excited because the first spring training games start this weekend, Saturday to be exact. Uh, out in Arizona in the Cactus League, uh, Giancarlo Stanton's intimidating presence, of course, was missing from the middle of the Yankees' lineup for a big chunk of last year because of an injury-filled season. The slugger will have his spring at bats more analyzed than most veterans as he tries to bounce back this year. 
is one of a handful of established players whose performances will be watched closely over the next month. Anyway, spring training game action begins in Arizona tomorrow with the meeting between the Rangers and the Royals. The other 28 teams play their first exhibition games in the Grapefruit and Cactus Leagues on Saturday. And finally this afternoon, let's go overseas to Tokyo because the Olympics continue to draw closer. A test event for the Olympics uh, that's scheduled for later this month, uh, it would have involved some non-Japanese athletes, but that's all being changed because of the ongoing fear of the coronavirus from China. It's now limited to only Japanese athletes, with the Olympics just over five months away. The two-day test event at New Iraq Arena on February 28th is relatively obscure. A Paralympic uh, test for boccia, a precision ball sport that's similar to bocce and related to lawn bowling. It's one of, it's the first, I should say, of 19 remaining test events before the Olympics are to open on July 24th. They'll be watched very closely, as will the start of the torch relay on March 26th in Fukushima. A prefecture, of course, that was devastated nine years ago by an earthquake a tsunami, and then the meltdown of three nuclear reactors. The test events may reveal what effect the spreading coronavirus is having on the Olympic preparations and the ability of non-Japanese athletes to safely enter Japan. In terms of today's action, Devils are at the Rock in Newark to take on the Sharks tonight at 7. Nets return from the All-Star break there in Philadelphia taking on the 76ers. At 8 o'clock. WKRB News Time now 322. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you how a paraglider spent a couple hours being trapped in a pretty dangerous spot. And how a property owner held a suspect that's accused of stealing goats at gunpoint. And of course, we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in just one minute. This is the late edition of the Update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well... I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right, which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Paging common sense. Paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? 
This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the aforementioned update, Brandon Julian. Thursday afternoon, the late edition here on 90.3 WKRB. I'm streaming online, WKRB.org. We are on the road to spring. Although now that you think about it, it hasn't really felt like winter at all, has it? But then again, March. March is a very tricky month. Uh, you may remember a couple years ago, we had like nor'easter after nor'easter after nor'easter. So we don't know what March holds in store for us just yet. But we're going out of February with spring-like temperatures. We'll give you uh, more details, of course, in our exclusive WKRB forecast coming up in the next half hour. IWKRB news time right now is 325. Uh, Let's talk about the weird but true stories we have this Thursday. We are going to begin out in Olivehurst in California. A paraglider there spent three hours trapped in power lines before being rescued in Northern California. Officials with the Olivehurst Fire Department said that the paraglider was facing the ground with only the wires as his support when first responders arrived last night. Olivehurst, if you must know, is about 40 miles north of Sacramento. He got stuck while trying to land at the Yuba County Airport during a training exercise, according to officials. Power was cut to the surrounding area for a couple hours while crews worked to save the man. It wasn't immediately identified. No major injuries were reported. I mean, if I if I got stuck in power lines for three hours and I and I had they had to cut the power to save me. I'm sure I'd want to remain anonymous, too. Uh, Finally, let's go down to Fredericksburg in Virginia. Uh, A sheriff's office there says that a property owner held a suspect accused of stealing goats from his farm at gunpoint until authorities arrived. A Stafford County Sheriff spokeswoman confirmed uh, deputies responded to a call last Friday from the farmer. It said that he was holding a thief in the middle of a field on his land. The farmer told deputies that his wife discovered their goats had been let out of their pen that night, and he found the suspect hiding in his field. The sheriff's office says the 19-year-old suspect had three goats tied up next to his truck. Cole Schrock was charged with animal larceny, among other charges. It is why we say, people... Never mess with farmers. You don't know what you don't. You never know what they could have with them. They might have might have a gun to prevent people from stealing from stealing their property. WKRV News Time now three twenty seven. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this February the twentieth. The highlight of his day came in nineteen sixty two when astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth as he flew aboard Project Mercury's Friendship 7 spacecraft, which circled the globe three times in a flight lasting four hours, 55 minutes, and 23 seconds, before splashing down safely in the Atlantic Ocean, 800 miles southeast of Bermuda. In 1792, President George Washington signed an act creating the United States Post Office Department. In 1809, the the Supreme Court, I should say, ruled, 
that no state legislature could annul the judgments or determine the jurisdictions of federal courts. In 18, oh, excuse me, in 1862, William Wallace Lincoln, the 11-year-old son of President Abraham Lincoln and First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln, died at the White House, apparently of typhoid fever. In 1905, the U.S. Supreme Court in Jacobson v. Massachusetts upheld 7-2 compulsory vaccination laws intended to protect the public's health. In 1942, Lieutenant Edward Butch O'Hare became the U.S. Navy's first flying ace of World War II by shooting down five Japanese bombers while defending the aircraft carrier USS Lexington in the South Pacific. In 1959, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed above 600 for the first time at 602.21. In 1965, America's Ranger 8 spacecraft crashed on the moon, as planned, after sending back thousands of pictures of the lunar surface. In 1971, the National Emergency Warning Center in Colorado erroneously ordered U.S. radio and TV stations off the air. Some stations heeded the alert, which wasn't lifted for about 40 minutes. In 1987, a bomb left by Unabomber Ted Kaczynski exploded behind a computer store in Salt Lake City, seriously injuring the store owner, Gary Wright. Also, Soviet authorities released Jewish activist Joseph Began. In 1998, Ter Lipinski of the U.S. won the ladies' figure skating gold medal at the Nagano Olympics. Michelle Kwan won the silver. In 2003, a fire sparked by pyrotechnics broke out during a concert by the group The Great White at the Station Nightclub in West Warwick, Rhode Island, killing 100 people and injuring about 200 others. And in 2007, in a victory for President George W. Bush, a divided federal appeals court ruled that Guantanamo Bay detainees could not use the U.S. court system to challenge their indefinite imprisonment. WKRB News Time now 331. We still have a lot more to cover on the update in our next half hour. We'll give you a recap of our three developing stories. In a case that's royal the Justice Department, Trump loyalist and ally Roger Stone was sentenced to nearly three and a half years in federal prison with the AG Bill Barr backing off the sentencing recommendation. In Queens, another deadly accident. One worker killed, another injured when a wall collapsed at a construction site. We're getting our first look at the tape as the NYPD released some body cam footage of an officer-involved shooting in Manhattan back in January, in which a man killed another man before being fatally shot by police. We'll give you details on all of those. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we will talk national news, including how Barclays has rolled back a software program that monitored an employee's productivity after privacy campaigners described the pilot as being, quote, creepy. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon, KFC has done it again, again. Chicken and waffles are so yesterday. KFC is now introducing what they hope will be a new trend, chicken and donuts. It's all coming up in this next half hour when we return in just one minute. This is the late edition of the Update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday afternoon 
here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Hi, this is Carvel Gray, and tune in with me on the Soul Jazz Phenom every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Travel through the music world. Some call it old school. Others call it classics. You'll hear artists like The Temptations. Johnny Hathaway. Herbie Hancock. In each program, we'll profile an artist like Nina Simone. Much more than this, I did it my way. And Marvin Gitt. So you'll be crazy not to tune in every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on 90.3 WKRB and uh, WKRB.org. You're listening to Brooklyn's Best Rhythmic Station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good afternoon again, everyone. Welcome back to the late edition of the update on a Thursday afternoon. Rather cloudy, but at least it's not raining or snowing. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our three developing stories this afternoon from various places. We'll begin in Washington, where Trump loyalist and ally Roger Stone was sentenced today to nearly three and a half years in federal prison. Of course, it followed an extraordinary move by Attorney General Bill Barr to back off his Justice Department's original sentencing recommendations. U.S. District Court Judge Amy Berman Jackson said that Stones' crimes demanded a significant time behind bars, but she said the seven to nine years that was originally recommended by the Justice Department was excessive. Stones' lawyers had asked for a sentence of probation, though citing his age of 67 years, his health, and his lack of criminal history. Stone had no immediate reaction in court when Jackson announced his sentence, She's delaying, though, the execution of a sentence while she considers Stones' motion for a new trial. Out in, uh, excuse, excuse me, out in Queens, I should say, uh, there's been another deadly accident at a construction site. One worker was, ki- was killed, another injured when a wall collapsed. According to WABC, it happened around noontime at 94th Avenue in the Jamaica section. The injured worker was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Officials say that they we were taking down the wall, the workers, when it fell on top of them. The exact cause of this accident is under investigation. Department of Buildings Commissioner Melanie LaRocca said in a statement, quote, any loss of life on a construction site is a tragedy, and our engineers and inspectors are already on site conducting a thorough investigation. We want to assure the families of the victims that we will hold all responsible parties accountable to the fullest extent of the law. And in Manhattan, we're getting our first look at the videotape, or in this case, the body cam tape. 
The NYPD's released some body cam footage of an officer-involved shooting in Manhattan back in January in which a man killed another man before being fatally shot by police. It happened around 3.40 in the morning on January 9th at Avenue A and East 7th Street near the southwest corner of Tompkins Square Park. The NYPD says that two ununiformed officers uh, were on patrol in the park when they heard gunshots and saw one man shooting at another. They gave numerous commands for the shooter to get on the ground, and when he refused, they fired three times, fatally wounding the gunman. Both the suspect and the man who had been shot by the suspect were taken to Bellevue Hospital, where they were both pronounced dead. Law enforcement officials later identified the shooter as 37-year-old Earl Facey, who they say killed 41-year-old Richard Reed before being shot by the officers. Police say that both men were disputed gang members and have been linked to prior shootings. Neither officer was injured, but they were both taken to a hospital to be treated for ringing in the ears. Those are our top stories on the update this Thursday. Let's get you around the city as we're in the early stages of the PM rush. WKRB News Time is now 3.37. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again to check out the local subways. Uh, all our subways right now, every last one of them is running on or close to schedule. So we'll tell you that your end trains have flooding protection work through have flooding protection work through the spring. Last stop, 86th Street for surface to and from Coney Island. Use a D, F, or Q train. And accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways they are running on are close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's get you another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. Many people are wondering, where in the world is winter? And the snow lovers are like, where is the snow? Uh, we've had a fairly mild winter, to, uh, to, put, it, to put it mildly. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, end of February next week... It's going to be spring-like temperatures in the 50s, in some cases even the mid-50s on a couple of days. We just have to get through tomorrow and just get over the hump, and then we have a week, or at least through midweek next week, of 50-degree-like weather. For tonight, with a mostly cloudy skies, gradually becoming clear, uh, lows around 21. Wind chills, though, between 10 and 15, with a north wind around 10 miles an hour. Tomorrow for your Friday, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 35. Wind chills between 10 and 20, uh, with a north wind around 5 to 10 miles per hour, turning westward in the afternoon. Friday night, we'll have clear skies, lows around 29. The winds will back off, uh, wind chills between 20 and 25. Saturday is a gem uh, of sunny skies, highs around 47. Saturday night, we'll have clear skies, lows around 33. And then Sunday, we even top that with more sunny skies or highs around 50 degrees. Currently outside right now, uh, it is 34 degrees and cloudy. Our humidity is at 30%. Our winds are north at 6 miles per hour. 34 degrees, we are going down to 21 this evening with those mostly cloudy skies gradually becoming clear. WKRB News Time now 340. Uh, let's talk some business news on this Thursday. 
Stocks were turning lower in midday trading as investors were becoming more cautious following a record-setting day for the major indexes. The coronavirus outbreak originating in China continues to be a lingering concern as more companies say that they'll be affected. The world's biggest shipper, A.P. Moller Maeskirk, expects a profit hit this year. Air France also expects earnings to suffer, and Australia's Qantas is slashing flights to Asia. Technology and healthcare companies led the losses. Energy companies, though, held up better than most of the market as crude oil prices rose about 1%. Real estate companies are also holding up well. E-Trade, of course, soared after after agreeing to be acquired by Morgan Stanley. Taking a look at the numbers right now, a little under 20 minutes to the closing bell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 129 points to 29,218. The S&P 500 is down uh, 14 points, uh, and the NASDAQ is down 68 points. We all know, of course, Victoria's Secret, finally. They once defined sexy with its leggy supermodels prancing around in their bras and oversized angel wings. Now the company is being sold as women increasingly look for styles that more realistically fit their body type. The company's owner, L Brand, said today that the private equity firm Sycamore Brands will buy 55% of Victoria's Secret for about $525 million. The Columbus, Ohio company will also keep the remaining 45% stake. The selling price signifies a marked decline for a brand with hundreds of stores that booked about $7 billion in revenue last year. Shares of the company's owner, L Brands, slid 7% today before recovering. WKRB News Time now, 342. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk some national news, including how Barclays is rolling back a software program that monitored an employee's productivity after privacy campaigners said that the pilot was being, quote, creepy. But we will lead off next, of course, with Trump ally Roger Stone being sentenced to prison time in just one minute. This is the late edition of the update with Brandon Julian on a Thursday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves people seem to think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. I'm realizing that I... I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. 
Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to the update, Brandy Julian here, 90.3 WKRB. We are all streaming online on WKRB.org. Uh, our WKRB news time is now approaching 345. It is time to talk some national news on this Thursday. And we are going to begin, of course, in Washington, where Roger Stone was sentenced to jail time today. He was sentenced to more than three and a half years in prison, nearly three and a half years. And also fined $20,000 on his convictions for witness tampering and lying to Congress. His sentence today in federal court in Washington immediately set off speculation that President Trump, of course, may pardon his longtime loyalist. Trump, of course, also has recently issued a number of pardons and commutations. The president denounced as a, quote, miscarriage of justice, the initial Justice Department recommendation that Stone received at least seven years in prison. Attorney General Bill Barr backed off that recommendation, prompting four prosecutors to quit Stone's case. Uh, Stone did not speak to reporters as he left the courtroom. In other news this afternoon, uh, there's a wide share of Americans that are at least moderately confident in United States health officials' ability to handle emerging viruses. That's according to a new poll from the Associated Press and the Center for Public Affairs Research. The poll also finds that more Americans express some concern about catching the flu than catching the new coronavirus. The findings are encouraging to health experts who want people to get their flu shots also staying informed about efforts to contain the new virus. Thousands of Americans, of course, die from the flu every year, far overshadowing the small number of cases of the new virus in the United States. WKRB News Time is now 347. Overseas in Hanu in Germany... Authorities say there that a 43-year-old German who posted a rant calling for the, quote, complete extermination of various races and cultures shot and killed nine people, most of them Turkish, in an attack on a hookah bar and other sites in suburban Frankfurt. Chancellor Angela Merkel said today that the shootings exposed the, quote, poison of racism in Germany. And the bloodshed comes amid growing concerns about far-right violence in Germany and stepped-up efforts from authorities to crack down on it. We'll be back with more national news in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 347. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up... I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a, warm place on a, cold I day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. 
You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. WKRB News time is now 348. In Washington, the Trump administration is now ratcheting up pressure on Iran by slapping sanctions on top members of a powerful clerical body to disqualify thousands of candidates from running in that country's parliamentary elections. A day before Iranians go to the polls, the administration today imposed sanctions on two senior officials of the Guardian Council and three members of its elections supervisory committee. The administration said that they were responsible for silencing the voice of the Iranian people by rejecting more than 7,000 candidates. The penalties announced by the state and treasury departments include freezes on any assets the five may may have in U.S. jurisdictions and a ban on Americans from doing business with them. In other news this afternoon, going back overseas to London, Barclays uh, there, they have rolled back a software program that monitored an employee's productivity after privacy campaigners described the pilot as being creepy. The City AM newspaper first reported that the transatlantic institution had installed a program that tracked how long employees were at their desks and sent warnings as they spend too long on breaks. The program tracked productivity in real time and recorded bathroom break as, quote, unaccounted activity. Human rights campaigners, though, challenged the idea, arguing that intrusive monitoring denies staff of privacy and respect. WKRB News Time is now 3.50. And finally, this afternoon, down in Fort Lauderdale in Florida, we've learned, sadly, that Hair Club for Men founder Cy Sperling has died. Sperling became famous in the 1980s for his ubiquitous commercials, featuring before and after photos of his clients, ending with him proclaiming, quote, I'm not only the hair club president, but I'm also a client, as he showed a photo of his previously bald self. Sperling began his business here in New York City before taking it nationally. His commercials were seen spoofed on The Tonight Show and even on Saturday Night Live. He sold the business for $45 million back in 2000. Sperling was 78 when he died in Boca Raton. KFC, they've managed to do it again. Again. Uh, chicken and waffles, it's so yesterday. They're now introducing what they hope will be a new trend. Chicken Donuts. We have some honorable mentions uh, to tell you about uh, when the update with Brandon Julian for Thursday afternoon returns in just 60 seconds. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. 
Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Driving means freedom, exploration, fun, pride, flexibility, protection, friendship, independence. Distracted driving means danger, recklessness, irresponsible, chaos, police, devastation, injury, death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the aforementioned update with Brandon Julian. Thursday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB, also streaming online on WKRB.org. Uh, our WKRB News Stem now 353. Before we get to our honorable mentions, um, every Thursday at uh, 4 o'clock, right after us, is the, the, uh, the, the most heralded KRB countdown uh, with, uh, with Malcolm. Malcolm, of course, cop counting down the top 10 songs. Of uh, of each week, we got some nice celebrity birthdays today. It's too long for me to list, but there's a couple of uh, notable ones, like uh, Cindy Crawford is 54 today, and Rihanna is 32. Didn't even know that. I didn't even I didn't even know she was 32. When you hear her, when you see her music videos, I actually thought she was younger. Maybe <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thought, but I always thought was in her music videos that she was that she was younger. But she's she's thirty two. The more you know, folks. Uh, the more you know. Uh, <laughs> RWKRB News Time. Uh, RWKRB News Time now three fifty five. Just enough time left this afternoon for a couple of our honorable mentions. Up in Rochester, uh, one animal uh, normally flies and one usually stays on the ground. But a pigeon and a puppy are proving that friendship can be sparked just about anywhere. Herman the Pigeon and Cindy the Chihuahua are the cutest duo. The two of them became fast friends when they were taken in by the Mia Foundation, a rescue that rehabilitates animals with physical deformities in Rochester. Herman has neurological damage and can't fly, while Lundy can't walk. The, the rescue's founder, Sue Rogers, put them together, and they started cuddling almost immediately. Rogers says that she was blown away. She posted photos of the pair on social media, and the foundation raised $6,000 in two days. Lundy may be going to a new home soon, but many are wondering if they'll also adopt Herman. Just a sweet, sweet thing there. Uh, finally, this afternoon, chicken and waffles. There is fixture in the South, but that is so, so yesterday. KFC is now introducing what they hope is going to be a new trend, chicken and donuts. You can now order the items as a sandwich with a fried chicken filet between two warm glazed donuts. 
or as a basket with your choice of tenders or bone-in chicken and a donut or two on the side. Chicken and donut sandwiches and baskets will be released nationwide on Monday, but you don't have much time. They'll only be available through March 16th. And we told you just last week about how they are selling KFC Crocs Bucket Clogs, a limited edition shoe that's designed to look and even smell like the classic classic KFC bucket of chicken. The Crocs will be available this spring, and a pair will set you back 60 bucks. Now, why do I feel, or why do I feel like I want some fried chicken right now? WKB News time is now 3.57. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of our rail conditions. You're heading out to the uh, subways right now. All your subways, every last one of them, they are running on or close to uh, schedule. So we'll tell you that your end trains are flooding protection work through the spring. Last stop, 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, use a D, F, or Q train. And accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train. Or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast this afternoon, uh, tonight I should say, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. Gradually becoming clear, lows around 21. Wind chills between 10 and 15 with a north wind around 10 miles an hour. Tomorrow for your Friday, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 35, but the wind chills will be between 10 and 20 all day with a north wind. Saturday, we get the rebound in a beautiful weekend. Sunny skies, highs around 47 Saturday. Sunny skies, highs around 50 on Sunday. Currently outside right now, it is 34 degrees and mostly cloudy. Our humidity is at 32%. Our winds are north at 7 miles per hour. 34 degrees. We are going down to 21 this evening with those mostly cloudy skies gradually becoming clear. Our thought for today is from Sarah Bernhardt, a French actress born in 1844 and died in 1923. Our thought for today is life begets life. Energy creates energy. It is by spending oneself that one becomes rich. I'm going to let you guys uh, ponder on that. As we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Uh, Thursday, February the 20th, 2020. That is the update on this Thursday. Uh, I'm Brandon Jew, and we appreciate you joining us this afternoon. Uh, Hoping your news is good news. Uh, Malcolm comes up next with the heralded, the prestigious uh, KRB countdown. We're back tomorrow afternoon at 2. For all of us here at WKRB, thanks for joining us. Make it a great day tomorrow. We have that beautiful weekend on top. We just got to get through the cold of tomorrow. And, honey, I wonder if you could set the DVR. There's that Law & Order episode where Jack McCoy makes his debut, and I can't afford to miss it. It only comes up once in a while. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. See you back here tomorrow at 2.